Hi, welcome back to My Football View. I'm Thomas. With me is Maze the Case. And on today's episode, we'll be covering game week 24. We'll be highlighting the following games. Aston Villa versus Arsenal. Newcastle versus Liverpool. Chelsea versus Southampton. Manchester United versus Leicester. And Spurs versus West Ham. Before we get into it, Mace, how's everything? How everything was work? good, man. Just came back from work, ready to do this podcast and get to it, man. All right, let's let's jump into it. Let's jump into that Aston Villa versus Arsenal. Finished 2-4 for Arsenal. Arsenal came back twice to gain all three points. Aston Villa opened scoring early through Ali Watkins. Uh, floated ball from Matty Cash. Watkins, uh, Watkins takes on Saliba and then goes far post for, um, and beats Ramsdale. Arsenal respond through Saka after a poor clearance. Uh, the ball comes into Saka, and then he just hammers it home. And then Villa get another one before halftime. They go up two one, and then as an Arsenal fan, I thought, "Wow, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a long ass day. Uh, uh, we'll be lucky if we get one point." Uh, after halftime, Zinchenko makes it two two, so there was hope. Uh, 90th minute, Bailey goes close, hits a uh, crossbar, and then Arsenal go down the other way. Jorginho hammer, uh, hammers a rocket, uh, comes off the uh, the crossbar, hits Martinez on the head and goes in. And then Arsenal get another one on a counterattack late on the game. Uh, Mace, what were, what's your reaction? It was a crazy game. Yeah, it was. the game was very entertaining. Um... I was kind of surprised because over the past few games, Arsenal is known for starting uh, the games very fast and, and getting on the score sheet. But it seems like lately they've just been um, conceding goals. And I don't know if it's just lack of concentration or uh, what has been the issue. Maybe the party's not starting. That's one of the reasons. But it's... Yeah, my first question was to you, the concern of leaking goals. It's kind of a growing concern now because it's... Yeah, Especially that goal, that first goal that they let in was very soft, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Saliba. I mean, the first goal was kind of Saliba's fault, and uh, I'll say Ramsdale. Yeah, I yeah. feel like the the two goals um, that Arsenal conceded was. Uh, I felt like Ramsdale had like he could have done better. I think he could have done better in the Manchester City game too. I think. Yeah, and then you, so, yeah, and then Saliba. He hasn't been the same player since. Um, the World Cup break, and I don't know if it's just uh, it's just him being young, or it just because you know you got games coming at you very um, every like, every, two, two, every three, three, days, three yeah. days. It's not like it's at friends where you play games every week, and I just but but no, but I still think Saliba out of the two center backs between Gabriel or Saliba, I think Saliba is doing still a better player, and I think he's been performing well. Um, I think, you know, the turnaround, the Manchester City game, uh, I think, you know, they've kind of not sure what kind of uh, like mental state the players were in because it's a three-game, three-day turnaround, including travel, and that game was played late night, yeah. 7.30, you wake up, practice, or recover, then travel. So it was, you know, a quick turnaround, and even though it was an impressive win, 
because you know what uh, as an arsenal fan i thought i thought this is a game that we're losing or we're losing or uh, dropping points it would have been like a typical arsenal excuse and then for Arteta yeah. to come out, oh, they, we couldn't do it because the game we just played a game and we had to play another one. So it was good to see that you know they had that fight and that had that that spirit. Um, and I think it w- it was interesting. It was nice to see how like how much it meant to like Zinchenko. Like you know he scored that goal. He was like you know there's like a fight in him. Like a- yeah, but, but the thing with Zinchenko is like I feel like Arteta sometimes gotta try new things with the left back and. Give Tierney a chance because as much as Zinchenko was is is a big part of Arsenal's success and where they are right now, that could also get him in trouble now win a, a Premier League title in the long run because of his constant inverted yeah uh, positioning was... going to the midfield. It feels like he's very like say like in love with it, and um, I kind of blame Arteta for it too for not giving Tierney a chance because um, if it's Martinelli, Trossard on the left, they're very isolated. There's mm-hmm. no other player that can like provide depth, uh, not depth, but like um, a second option for them on the left. It just when Zinchenko is, they're very like oscillated in that position on the left hand side. So yeah, I was surprised that maybe he would he he hasn't been like trying to play it a little bit slightly different sometimes. Maybe play Tierney and Zinchenko. Yeah. On uh, in some games since Zinchenko could play in the middle, so I'm I'm a little bit surprised you know that he didn't change it up in any of the games, but. Um, but how big was this comeback for Arsenal after losing to Man City? Hey man, listen, man, I, I, it was huge. I thought it was they're gonna uh, gonna drop points. Um, and they yeah, they like you said, they show fight and spirit. And uh, yeah, do you think uh, because you know Manchester City played an hour later after the game, they obviously had I believe you know they had to have like an eye on the game. They were probably assuming that Arsenal will either lose points or drop like they would drop points, right? They were probably weren't assuming that they would they would have have won the game, especially when they were going up for warm ups and it was the ninetieth minute. Do you think that plays like a mental, like there's like uh, Guardiola and the players won't ever you know admit to it, but Man City drew uh, dropped points against Forest and it looked like just looking at the game. It looked like Manchester City were like, you know, it, the goals weren't coming in and then they were like uh, snapping on the chances. Do you think that plays a toll? You know, if a team goes place first and then you have to play the second game and, you know, especially if you have to play catch up. You- yeah, yeah, you, you do look at it and, uh, and I feel like it plays a big role, especially in players' mindset too. Because Holland missed chances that you would... It's yeah, like he's automatic. Was, it, it felt like he was. Uh, it was. It wasn't Holland playing. It was Nunes out there <laughs> missing chances constantly. But I mean, yeah. And actually, Man City created a lot of chances. It was just like just no luck at all. Yeah. I don't know if just being tired or just because you know they looked so good versus Arsenal just a couple of days before, and like you would assume that this is this would be like a sweep for them now. Sweep, yeah. Yeah. But you know the thing with uh, Nottingham Forest, uh, there was a stat that they haven't lost. Uh, at home, a Premier League game at home. At all? At all. Oh wow! I'm trying to remember when the I think Arsenal won. They played at home. At home, yeah. Which is crazy. That yeah. that just shows you everything about it. It's it's crazy how many players they brought in, and you yeah. know I think they're gonna be staying up. But it's I'm impressed with them uh, lately, especially after 
January after the World Cup, they really like yeah. you know pushed and are sitting comfortably in the uh, mid mid table. Okay, next game, uh, Newcastle versus Liverpool. Uh, it was a bright start from Newcastle. Allison made a couple of good, really good saves to keep them level, but you know what was on the tenth minute was one over the top ball from Trent into Nunez. Nunez controls it perfectly, and then you know they go up one zero, and then a few minutes later it was another you know a ball into Salah. Salah plays it first uh, first time into Gapko, and it's two zero. It was it was an amazing ball from Salah. And then, and then st- still, it, it gets worse. It, a long ball from Allison into Salah after a free kick. Pope come, tries to come out, dives for it. <laughs> yeah. He misses it and then tries to catch it. It was a super strange... Like, I've never seen anything yeah. like that. It's so uncommon of, uh, from him. Yeah, because he saw and he like he knew right away. He want, He started walking to the tunnel almost like, before he even got that red. Um, but then Newcastle kept giving Liverpool problems. Liverpool defense still looks shaky. Um, do you think that if Pope did st- stick around, that Newcastle would have been able to turn it around? Uh, I don't know if they would be able to win that game, but they'll probably go for another draw. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Newcastle lately. Um, it's it just it's hard to tell. I mean, like they started out very well. St. Maximum looked finally good. St. Maximum looked good, but they just they have trouble scoring goals. And ever since like Bruno went out with that injury, they have him the same team. And it's crazy because they got all the players back, like Isaac's back, St. Maximum's back, healthy, except Bruno. And it feels like he's a big integral part of that team, and it's shown uh, right now. Yeah, like they can't. I don't. I I think you mentioned it that they haven't won a game. Since when Bruno doesn't play, it's crazy because they like they they constantly either they either tie games or they lose not not necessarily they, they lose games but yeah, just they they're known games. for tying games. And yeah, it's, it, yeah. But it's like the score uh, the score lines is like if Newca- Newcastle can't get uh, if a team is gonna score two, then Newcastle is not gonna score more. It's like, yeah. the most they could get out of it is a tie, and you know Newcastle is like a one zero team. But how big of a loss is this? Because you know what. With this loss, they drop out of the top four. Now, they got the Carling Cup against Manchester United this weekend. Pope is going to be out for another two Premier League games after that. Mm-hmm. Their season could, you know, spiral down really fast if they're not careful. Yeah, real quickly. We can go 0-200 real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just got to pick up... Uh, they just got to pick up points somehow, man. It's... Like last week, even the Bournemouth game, you expected an easy yeah. three points, and it's. Do you think this is just inexperience? I feel like it's it's it has to do with lack of experience by players, maybe by even the manager. Mm-hmm. Manager has never been in that position before. Yeah, this is the first it's time he's playing. First time. So I feel like there's a lot of pressure on those players too. So yeah. it's, yeah. And what do you think about you know uh, finally a game where Gabko and Nunez both get on the score sheet for Liverpool? So that has to be. Uh, a bright spot, especially since they're going to be now playing Real Madrid. Yeah, the it's a it's a good boost, boosting uh, uh, confidence for those players. Uh, I still I'm still not very convinced of Liverpool. I know they have a lot of players coming back. Van Dijk started. Uh, Jota's been back, but 
Yeah, a lot of people are like are saying that oh Liverpool are back in the race. I don't think no. It's, it's too early. It's too early to tell for them to be back in the race. Especially those two games weren't the most convincing. Uh, the one against Everton and now against Newcastle, where yeah they got they they won it. The scoreline makes it look like it was convincing, but yeah. the game itself wasn't. Especially with Newcastle being a man down too. Um, Do you think Newcastle will, will the next team we're gonna talk about is Tottenham, uh, but with the Spurs you never know. But yes. with Newcastle, if the Newcastle can't find goals, they're gonna. My 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 thing my concern was how for how long is Bruno Guimara uh, is gonna be out? Because if he's gonna be out for the rest of the season, it's they're oh, definitely then, not gonna yeah, make top four. Yeah, no. No, because because like, they just have trouble scoring goals. He has, he, he's like a leader there. Yeah, he where he just connects both the midfield and defense, and you know what? I was surprised. Um, I don't know if it's because they play a final, but I remember last year when you know, Arsenal came at the end of the season. I felt like the stadium, like the fans, were more up for it. Yeah. Um. I I was expecting this to be more, to be even bigger, right? Because mm-hmm. it felt like you know this is a like a final, like a mini final for them because. With a win, they could literally push Liverpool off that top four race and really cement themselves and you know be in a battle with just Spurs. So I was I was I was kind of disappointed with how how that game came out for. Yeah, I mean Newcastle. when you, when you look at the players like in the village, they have a lot of like young and experienced uh, players that have like I said that have never been in that position. Uh, maybe Trippier is one of them. Other than that, it's like who's really. They have very, like, very talented players, but like Isaac, he's he's young. He hasn't been young. there. He Even has, Callum Wilson, he has, he's been around, but he's never been yeah, in. Any Isaac game. isn't having played more than ten games. Like yeah. it's yeah. okay. Um, let's go back. Uh, let, I mean, I let's go back, but let's go into that. Um, you know what? Before we do Spurs, let's go and jump into Chelsea versus Southampton. Game finished one zero to Southampton away. Uh, it was a game that we were actually at. Uh, Ward Prowse with a fabulous yeah. free kick just before halftime to give Southampton the lead. And uh, we were at that game, and it felt like Southampton was the home team yeah. with the support that they had. Uh, it was very quiet yeah, for the it Chelsea. Was... It was like they're expecting things to go bad almost. Yeah, it was a very embarrassing result for Chelsea. Uh, like it's I don't know how long has it been since Porter uh, Potter Porter took over, but it's, Potter, yeah. Potter, it's like they just lack cohesiveness, uh, lack chemistry between players. They don't have no identity. You never know what you're gonna get from Chelsea. They try to press, but it was just like individual players try and press. They didn't try to press as a team. It just yeah, like you, we saw Fafana just running Fafana, around for, like, and then nobody else is. Doing anything, it's like nobody knows what the hell they're doing in the field. It's just, it's crazy. I, I, at this point, I don't know what Chelsea's gonna do with uh, Potter. It feels like they're trapped with him because they gave him a was it with six five year, five, five year contract, twelve million a year. And I think it's, it's like, what do you do with him? Yeah, and it's two. And I think they paid Brighton twenty one million to get him out of there. That's too. what I'm saying. And then <laughs> yeah, they they said oh, it's a long term project, long term project. But Chelsea is not for. Being a team to be like considered as a long term project, 
Yeah. It's usually they have quick fixes. They they hire and experienced I, managers. Yeah. And they, they just did the total opposite. They have uh, Tucha, who was an experienced winning manager, and they just did the opposite, hire a potential manager with the, a bright the, future. But yeah, the he problem hasn't did is, it on that level yet. The problem is that he's not giving him... He's not, like, buying himself time. This is... Out of the 15 games, it's only two wins. Yeah. It's like... They would be at the, if they didn't have more games points before they would be one of the like bottom teams in the league. It's pretty crazy to think about, and uh, the defense looks good. Defense looks good. Fofana, the by the shield that partnership that we saw in the second half that looked good. Uh, Chilwin on the left, and then who was playing right? Uh, Manduke. Uh, uh, oh, actually no. It was uh, Caesar Caesar Spiro at the until oh, the right injury. Defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Manduki was Manduki actually looked good. He was one of the bright bright spots I felt in that first half. But going forward, like they just looked like there was no like yeah, they just look out of place. And... They missed somebody to connect that. Like you know who I was interested to see Mount, but I didn't. I didn't see him get on the ball at all. I don't remember him making any like forward passes. Yeah, and then they try and give, and then they try and give Mount a long term uh, contract extension. I don't know for what. Oh, no, they t- told him that now it's uh, said that uh, they're going to hold off till the summer. Yeah, but I think if eventually they'll give him a, a contract extension because he's one of their boys from the academy. Yeah, yeah. So it's and hard. he's English too, so so it's hard going. Yeah, and then it said that if for for Romano mentioned that if he doesn't sign the contract, he'll be moved on. But it's going to be very hard because I don't really see a top six team going for Mount. Maybe Chelsea. I feel like Liverpool might. And that mean Newcastle. Sorry. Liverpool might make a run for him. Yeah. I think that's actually interesting in that midfield position. To get like more of an engine and yeah. to to yeah. do you what do you see with um this league is crazy though because you know you would never Southampton are sitting bottom of the league you would never expect that team to come in and yeah. win points but they look decent some of the players look really good um this this I feel like this I mean I don't want to really talk too much about something but I feel like they're still gonna get relegated. Southampton, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's I think it was one of those games where, those like games. you know, players were up for it, and Chelsea are just going through a bad spell. Um, yeah, but I really don't know what's going to happen with Potter and because uh, I don't I, a couple more wins. It's, and it's, even when we were coming back from the game, like we heard Chelsea fans is like yeah, it's it looks like a total mess. Like uh, even even with the players, they're not Potter's players. It's not like. I I feel like he personally even didn't know who Fofana was or Maduke was. That's not his players. Or Modric. Or or, uh, when you look at it, like different players. That just, that's Todd Bowley's players. It's just so so much dysfunction between the owner and the the, the manager. And it's like... They spent like, what did they spend? 200 million in the summer. Now they spent 300 million during January. And and, and like, like, if they fire Potter, what kind of manager would, no one's going to want to come in. Because they'll know that two, three months down the road, they're going to get replaced too because these players are not going to be the, the new manager's players. So they're yeah. gonna, like... And these players are there for like death row records, yeah. contracts. Death row contracts, you know <laughs> But do you think... You, like, what do you see? Do you see Potter being let go if he can't get a win the next two, three games? I personally, I personally feel he's, they're not going to... 
They're not going to sack him because... Bring Lampard back. No, no, because that's <laughs> that's Todd Bowley's choice. Yeah. So if he sacks, if he get rid of him, he's going to be at blame. Mm-hmm. Cause that's his boy, so he's 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 not gonna want he to feel stupid. And, and I'm saying at least for at least till yeah. the summer. But do you give Potter a transfer window after you know if if this continues? Because this is a lot of money, and this is you know you're expecting a little bit more. Like you expect that manager bounce back where he is able to get a reaction, but there's nothing. There's nothing at all, and it's and you're playing against Southampton at home. Yeah. And I feel like the person is going to get worse over time. It's, yeah. Because I think players are just going to be falling out. And they're, they're going to down the tools just to get in. Yeah. Get them out. Um, all right. Uh, let's, uh, let's move on. Manchester United versus Leicester. Impressive scoreline for United. Uh, even though maybe the game didn't really reflect it, Leicester did create a lot of chances. Two, two great, two great chances in the first. Yeah, half. De Gea with some great saves. The guy, classic De Gea. Yeah, and he broke the broke the clean sheet record for Manchester United, which is really impressive for a club of of, of that you know that history and that status. Um, but after a misplaced pass in the first half, uh, United just pounced on it, feed Rashford, and Rashford does what he. He's been doing in recent weeks and just puts it away. Fire. Then another goal, a really nice pass, actually by Fred, of all people. Uh, it looked like it was offsides, but after a couple minutes, they drew the lines, something they didn't do for the Arsenal game last week. And it was onside, and then, you know, a cherry on top at the end of the game. I mean, end of the game, midway. Uh, Sancho gets on the score sheet, makes it 3-0. No Casemiro, no problem. United keep rolling in the league. Barcelona on Thursday and... Yeah, but my and, thing is, dude, when, Cas- Sunday. when Casemiro comes back, um, do you play with Sabitzer or do you keep going with Fred and Sabitzer? Because Sabitzer and Fred, I mean, ever since they've been playing, they've been playing, they've, they've been winning games. Yeah, no, at least tying game. Yeah, no, I, I would bring, I would bring Casemiro because you just saw how he played in that Barcelona game. Like Casemiro is just another like yeah. gravy. But who would you stick? Who would you stick with? Would you stick with Fred or Sabitza in that combo? No, I feel like you got to go with your best player, which is Casemiro and Sabitza. But I'm quality. Like on right. the other hand, like there's they haven't played together yet, so they may be lacking that chemistry together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Manuel another impressive win. Marcus Rashford again on fire. That that nickname that's been, that the a lot of fans, opposing fans, um, have been named him as Trashford. Man, that disappeared real quick. <laughs> There's no more Trashford. But it just the way he scores is kind of like a little bit strange because you know most of the players, you know, they finesse it like they go back post. Like he waits until the very end, yeah. and then he kind of just. He just kind of pokes it. It's, yeah, yeah. it's not like a very clean finish. Um, but man, if, if Holland wasn't around and it was just him, oh man. Uh, I feel like on, on form, he's one of the best strikers in the world right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on unstoppable. Form, he's unstoppable. He, yeah, yeah. How many how many consecutive games he, he scored? Uh, it's, I lost count, but you lost count. I still don't captain him. Which is <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, it feels it it feels like we talk, I I bring it up all the time. It's like this is this can't be sustainable. This is this is not sustainable for Manchester United to just keep playing games. And they they almost play with fourteen guys in that squad, and like they just keep rolling. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, unless it's gonna like fall off, but or they might get lucky, but yeah, it's um, time will tell. But I mean, I feel like they gotta be uh, considered as title contenders now. Five points behind, uh, was it five points behind Arsenal, or is it three points? No, three points, Man City, and five points behind Arsenal. Is it just three points? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five points behind us. So, so on paper, they got to be considered as uh, title contenders. Yeah. Because I know a lot of Man U uh, fans are trying to try go about this business quietly and just yeah. do so, one game at a time. So it's three points be- uh, behind Man City, five points be- uh, behind Arsenal. Arsenal. With Arsenal having a game in hand. Yeah, so... Uh, the, they- only, the only thing is that... They both they played Man City twice and they played Arsenal twice. So that's a good thing. So um, for Man U, that's a good thing. They already played top two teams twice. Yeah, but the only thing is like you know like it's like a six pointer when you play like let's say they were able to play Man City like at the end of the season kind of thing like it's almost the final where you could say yeah, yeah, yeah. well we're we're three points behind but we could make that up and then they could yeah. drop points that week. Yeah, too. but I feel like everybody's gonna drop points till the end of the season. It's going to be interesting because, you know, we have, um, r- like, the next league game for Manchester United is Liverpool away. So they can... Next, the following weekend. Yeah, so that they could become their title changers, title, title challengers, but they could, they could easily fall off that. Yeah, real quick, yeah. <laughs> and that's going to be at Anfield Road. Yep. So, yeah. But, that, you know, after that, it's Chelsea and then... Uh, or oh, they still have to play Chelsea and Spurs. Yeah, so... Oh, Newcastle away, which is not going to be easy, too. So yeah, but there, has, there hasn't been a team in the Premier League before that was, let's say, five points behind the first place, like Man, U, Man United, not considered a title contender. Mm-hmm. Like, point-wise, they they got to be title contenders. Yeah, It no. might drop off real quick when they drop points. But yeah, yeah, but, like, right, right at, now, at yeah. this moment, yeah. The way right. they're playing, the way Tang Hag is... And... and, the, and... Even more than that, they have the pl- the best player in the league right now on form. So it's like you have a player that could carry you even if you don't play good. Because yeah. you could feed Rashford and he could just find a way to score. Which is, I think, as, as much like... I think Arsenal would, Arsenal would love a player like that right yeah, now. Yeah, definitely. All right, uh, let's move on. Last game. Uh, Spurs versus West Ham, 2-0. Finally, finally, Son doesn't start. Uh, Kulu and Richardson st- uh, start side by side next to Kane. Uh, Kafu Royale with another Kafu goal. Uh, Son Son comes in, gets a goal. Uh, what do you think about that? Of like you know, finally them not like Son making the bench instead of starting. Whenever he, st- he whenever he comes off the bench, he scores. Yeah. So I feel like they just should stick him as of right now, and let him come off the bench. But I know that's not going to happen. Yeah. Like I think maybe he's more comfortable. Maybe you know. You know, you know, you know. Richardson and Kulusevski have didn't score, but they, I felt like Kulusevski was having a really good game. Yeah. yeah. And then you know the game opens up later in the game. Son is able to come in and make the difference. So I, I think you. Sh- I I feel like the next game he should start on the bench. Yeah. Let, let I mean Richardson hasn't scored any goals in the Premier League, so that's yeah. another issue. Yeah. And they ha- he hasn't put him in his most comfortable position on the field, which is number nine. Yeah. But you so know, kind of plays Spurs off. is like strange because like they get blown away, then they win three games, and they lose. But they don't do do ties. They're so inconsistent. So, they, so they, but they're still in, they're in top four in fourth place right now, which is crazy. Yeah, 
uh, and because they don't make, they don't like tie those games. Yeah, like, they either win or lose. Like so, you know, like Man City have four losses. Um, Manchester United have five losses. United have Tottenham, Tottenham have eight. They're what? They're uh, seven points now behind Man U. Yeah. So uh, they're still far. They're still far away. United. It's crazy how comfortable United sit in that top four now. Like you thought it was gonna be a. I at least thought that it's gonna be a battle for top four with you know United Spurs Newcastle. Maybe, you know, Liverpool joining later on. Yeah, but things can change drastically. I mean, if, let's say, Man U drop two games, lose two games, it's... Yeah, it's, it's, very, it's, it's very close because, yeah. you know... It, and it, it could be, like, a game where it's, like, Liverpool. And it's, like, you drop points with Liverpool, then you have a team that you go to Forest and you get a tie. And it's... Yeah. And you, you could possibly drop out of that top four. Uh, or Rashford gets injured and uh, shit. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> Game over for everybody involved. Um, what do you think about West Ham losing and the rumors that you know David Moyes might be losing his job? Yeah, so I heard some rumors that Benitez might take over. Yeah, if if yeah, it's it's rumored that if if West Ham don't get a, a win next game against Forest, that they'll they'll get rid of him. Yeah, damn. Yeah, they got they got to do something to change it because. If West Ham gets relegated, man, that's gonna. That's be a big huge. club with that's a lot a of good club. players. That's huge, and they, the crazy thing about it is they they got like you said they got a lot of good players and their price tag is gonna drop down. Yeah. It's not gonna help out West Ham. Yeah, they're gonna have to like leave. Players will just have to leave that club yeah. because they won't There's be able no, to nobody's, it. Nobody's gonna pay over a hundred million for Declan Rice no more. Yeah, <laughs> so. All right, uh, other scores before we wrap up. Brantford versus Crystal Palace, 1-1. Brighton loses at home versus Fulham. Everton versus Leeds. Leeds uh, Everton get another win. Second win uh, at home for Daesh. Forest versus City, as we mentioned, 1-1 tie. Wolves versus Bre- uh, Bournemouth. Bournemouth get another big win uh, away from home. Yeah. Um, well, I, that's it for, for us. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening and uh, give us a follow on Instagram, My Football View Podcast. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you.